You're listening to the Multiverse Fancast, proud member of the Misfit Faction Media Network. All right, then. On with the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Multiverse Fancast. Don't forget, you can take us on the go with Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or any other listening stations. You can also check us out on our social media pages. Facebook, we have the Misfit Faction Media Network and Multiverse Fancast, as well as Instagram, the Misfit Faction, Twitter, Misfit Faction, and on TikTok, and of course, the YouTube Right. You can also check out our website, themisfitfaction.com, where you'll get links to all of our podcasts, articles, and our merchandise. One of your hosts, Ronnie, and with me today, I have Paul. Paul, how are you? I'm doing well, Ronnie. How about you? Doing pretty awesome. Great intro, by the way. Thank you. I try my best sometimes. Yep. That's that's all I got for today, though. I, I'm, you, not, I'm not giving you guys anything else. You were just reading out loud. Isn't that what you're supposed to do? That is what you do. <laughs> And we also have Rob. Rob, how are you doing? Talking is really reading out loud, isn't it? It really is, because you're reading your thoughts yeah, out loud. I know. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm doing good, and you all sound so buttery on this lovely microphone day. How are you all? How does one yeah. sound buttery? Well, as opposed to hoarse and scratchy, you I sound buttery. S- I still don't get... Or gargly. Gargly. <laughs> still still a word I don't out, want to. You should check out our mic check on that one. <laughs> yeah, you should. All right. Well, thank you for joining us today. We are going to be talking about She-Hulk. So that just finished up yesterday at the time of recording, or two days ago. Two days ago. Two days ago at the time of recording. So we're going to be giving our thoughts. But before we do that, we have some news. So Rob, hit us with the news. I love that he points at me when it's my turn to go. (laughs) He's like, no, not that Rob, that Rob. Rob. One one day we're going to do video again. We have... (laughs) I've got three categories to the news. One is, this is a non-DC, non-Marvel category. There is a... Are you familiar at all with the 19... I believe it's 67 film Barbarella with Jane Fonda? Yes. So Barbarella was actually first a comic book, and it is now being remade with Sydney, with the lovely and gracious and talented... Emmy-nominated Sydney Sweeney. You might know her if you ever watch Euphoria. Uh, she's also on The White Lotus, and she was actually nominated for both of those. She's a fantastic actress. I was actually really kind of disappointed she didn't win for Euphoria for this year because she really had a, an amazing season. But she is going to be remaking Barbarella, which will see how that flies in this environment because if, if you know anything about Barbarella, she often had to grant a lot of favors to a lot of the people to defeat them in the movie so Mm. we'll see what happens next i've got dc news titans season four part one we got a teaser trailer and we got two clips from it yes paul you are i'm sure enthusiastic about this one what are your thoughts on this so they were at comic-con on sunday i didn't get a chance to see the panel unfortunately just because uh I was on I was online for Tom Welling at the time, and I was like, Tom Welling autograph or Titans? It'll, it'll all be online later. I'm excited. It looks interesting. They're, they introduced Lex Luthor. Mm-hmm. This, they're really pushing this whole Lex Luthor bald with a beard look, which oh, yeah. I'm fine. Yeah. I saw Titus well Titus Welliver is playing that, which I love him as an actor. Yeah, as an so, actor, so. I'm excited. Beast Boy's got his brand new costume, so mm-hmm. that looks it looks great. Like They've always done 
DC's always done really good work with their costumes. Yeah. Uh, I know DC kind of pushed their costumes out first before Marvel did. Like, you know, obviously X-Men started the superhero movie craze, but they were very conservative with the superhero costumes. They, mm. You know, they make fun of it. You know, what would you prefer? Yellow spandex. Yeah. But for Titans, they've always done a really good job with the suits. They made the Robin suit look, you know, not silly. And then his Nightwing suit. So I, I'm excited. The show is something that producer Melanie and I look forward to when we... Uh, sit down and watch it so yeah i'm i'm, I'm psyched It'll be yeah good. I, I the teaser trailer didn't really do very much it, it was no scenes or anything but they did release those two clips one with lex luthor and, and one was an actual fight scene right. too, which was kind of cool mm-hmm. and it gave me a sense of it I, I'm, I'm probably still into it yeah and they also released a doom patrol season four part one trailer which in true goofy fashion it looks just on brand for doom patrol very shapoopy <laughs> That's right. They had the singing, <laughs> the singing butts. It looks like it. I, it's. I really. If you do not like superhero shows, this show's probably for you because it really does go against the grain of everything that you know to be true to a superhero show, and it's it's just it's insane. It's loopy and wacky, but not in a go- not in a cheesy kind of way. It's right. it's true insanity. It's the rated R version of Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, that's fairly yeah. accurate. Yeah, I mean that's the best um, way. And then I've got two Marvel news, but before that, we have an on report on on the scene report from Paul, who's going to tell us about his experiences at Comic Con this past Sunday. So, what was it like? Good. And back to the news. Yeah, no, it was it was a good time. It was nice to be there. The last time I went was 2017. Like that's how long ago. Right. And uh, this is we should say this is New York Comic Con. Comic Con. And we only went Sunday because it was more of a spur of the moment thing. The only the only complaint we always get is just the cr- it's it's crowded. It right. was very crowded. Supposedly you were supposed to wear masks, and they promoted that you had to wear masks, but nobody was wearing masks unless they were wearing costumes. There was like one or two poor like teenage employees trying to tell people, oh, "Can yeah. you put on your mask?" But Please, like, sir. <laughs> <laughs> they they didn't stop it at the door, okay. and if you don't stop it at the door, everybody's gonna yeah, get in. Like they did not ask us that. It was interesting. Was it a lot of cosplaying? There was a lot of cosplay, yeah. and unfortunately, like I said, we didn't get a chance to do any of the panels just because mm-hmm. it was producer Melanie's first time at New York Comic Con. We've done other conventions where it's more just you know meet and greets and you know show floor and stuff like that. So. Yeah, it was a good time, and I was happy to uh, be back, and I think next year we're going on that Saturday, so if you guys are going, let us know. We'd love to love to meet some and of I know our you listeners. Met, you met Tom Welling. Met Tom Welling and Tyler Hecklin. And how were they? So a quick story about both of them. So first and foremost, we ordered our autographs beforehand, like we oh, prepaid okay. for them. You can do that on, on their app. And so that way we were guaranteed, like, it's paid for, it's done, you don't have to do any of that. Do they the still sign it in front of you? Yeah, yeah, okay. they still sign it in front of you, and, you know, because you get to pick what they sign. Oh, okay. They had a bunch of pictures, or you could bring your own stuff. Sean, I got Sean, he gave me his season one of Smallville for Tom oh, Lone to cool. sign. Yeah, so Tyler Hecklin, we had him at, like, we, we really closely booked, so... Mm. We went up to Tyler Hecklin's handler, and we were like, hey, we're here. We, we have like 4 o'clock with him, but can, they're like, you can come up now. It's totally fine. Oh, cool. So they let us – like we were like the last of the group, and he was just super nice and super chill. He's like, oh, I can take the picture, or you, you know, she can take the picture because basically for those of you guys who don't know, you go up and you pay for what you want. You can do an autograph, and you can do a picture. The picture can be with as many people as you want, I think up to like four people four or five people because that's what a lot of people did for Christopher Lloyd because he was $250 for Christopher Lloyd. Yeah. So like you go with five people, it's, you know, whatever, yeah. 20 bucks a pop or something. No, that's not it. Do math ball. 50. 50. 
Wow. Thank you. So uh, yeah, like we, uh, Tyler Hecklin was really cool. Like he chatted for a few minutes. He said he loved my Superman shirt because I was wearing the old school uh, Fleischer era Superman. And that's a costume he wore in the show. But for Tom Welling, first and foremost, we did our research. He was born in Putnam Valley, which is right around the corner from us. So I didn't know that. So we went up there and I kept, I kept teasing Melanie because she's, she's a, a fan, we'll say, of Tom. <laughs> Mostly from Lucifer and obviously me from Smallville. There was only one Lucifer picture, though. It was a picture of him and Tom Ellis from the episode where they pretended to be gay with each other. And <laughs> okay, they did like, yeah, it's I like the honeymoon the episode, yeah. picture. It, it was very funny. But uh, so we got, went up there and the handler had to step away for some reason. So it was just us with Tom Welling for like a couple of minutes. And he's like, don't worry about it. Like, this happens all the time. Like, I just learned to go with it. And like, he chatted with us. And so I, I teased Melanie. I was like, aren't you going to ask him now we got time? She's like, were you born in Putt Valley? And this is how we know he wasn't raised in Putt Valley yeah. because he said, oh, Putnam Valley. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's, Putt it, Lake, he, Putt Valley. He, no, yeah. he was born there. So, and he moved when he was two. He was telling us oh, to yes, Delaware. So. so he chatted with us. He was so cool. Like he just, grew up in Delaware? I guess so, yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't know that either. Yeah. And then he <laughs> took a bunch, uh, like his handler took a bunch of pictures of the three of us. I so, say that because yeah. I'm a Delaware grad. Oh, yeah, no. yeah. So very cool. And it was a good time. No, but, is, uh, he, is Tom Willing enormous? He's a big dude. Yeah, I he, saw the picture because you're you're not a small person yourself. You, wait, how tall are you? And the award for fat shaming goes to. <laughs> uh, no, I'm six foot, and he yeah. he was taller than me. He was, yeah, he, he was and he's hulking like, over you in yeah. the, your picture. Which is funny because when he played Clark Kent, like he was tall, but he was always he was much yeah. leaner. Yeah. Like he's like, I in when he was in Lucifer, I could tell just how huge he was. Yeah, like yeah. a big dude. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. But a lot of fun. Were there other stars there too? Oscar Isaac was the big one there. Okay. I'm just trying to get anything with him is impossible, though. Yeah, well, he's a big Bre- star now. Brendan Fraser was there. The rest of Doom Patrol was there. The cast of Teen Wolf was there, and Sarah Michelle Geller was the moderator for their panel. Oh, wow. Huh. But she didn't do she didn't do she any didn't signings or anything. any signings or anything. The cast for the Winchesters was there, including Jensen and uh, Danielle Ackles, but oh. they didn't do any signings, unfortunately, because obviously we would we would have gotten a Jensen. Oh, yeah. oh, oh yeah. my God, Melanie would have Melanie would have fainted. Yeah, yeah. I think um, Lauren might have too. I might have also. I would have. <laughs> yeah, yeah we're all. <laughs> We're all shipping Jensen Ackles for ourselves. Yeah, but then a lot of like B and G list. A lot of people from Smallville were there. We had Erica Durant who played Lois Lane, Kristen Kruk who played Lana Lang, and John Glover who's you know. Oh wow! I I know him as an actor, not so much from Smallville, but just from other things. Let's see. I'm trying to think who else off the top of my head. A lot of voice actors from Dragon Ball Z were there, so it it was a good time. But uh, no, I know Christopher Lloyd was there. Was Michael J. Fox there? Michael J. Fox was there. I yeah, but he wasn't there on Sunday. Okay. Yeah. So he yeah. wasn't there when I we. I mean, went. I know with with his, you know, all of his issues that he has good days and bad days. So yeah. Yeah. I wonder. Yeah. So now, I know Brendan was there, our our good friend of the show, Blind Bat. I can do this. Eighty seven nineteen. Damn it! You'd be eighty seven nineteen. I just with, talked. No, I, I. He was on the Cinematic Adventures. Oh, how did so. he enjoy it? He said he had a good time. Unfortunately, we went on different days, but we yeah. already we set it on air Saturday of of next year. We're gonna okay. be there. Mm-hmm. I already have it in my calendar. I'm already. down. Yeah. I might. I could. Might join you too. You, you were invited on Sunday. You just never. Answered me, I couldn't go. That's not true. But anyway, <laughs> but yes, we will. You be can there. ask me to do these things too. You know, I forget why I didn't ask you, oh, but because okay. we went, it was such a last minute thing for us. Oh, yeah. We were originally supposed to go to Lake George, then we were supposed to go to Florida, yeah. and then we were working. I was working Friday. She had to work Saturday, and then yeah. Sunday we were like, 
we can still go. They still got tickets. Yeah. So I think we got it like a week beforehand. Oh, okay. So it was very last minute. Oh, yeah. And then the last two things that I have are some big things. We have had a massive Marvel release shakeup in the entire MCU. Phase five and six are, are all all over the place at this point. They moved Deadpool, Deadpool 3. They moved Blade. A Fantastic Four was supposed to come out November 2024. Now it's not coming out till Valentine's Day of 2025. It... it Avengers Secret Wars is from November 25 to now 26. I, if I had to guess, I would say this is probably as a result of Blade. Yeah. Blade losing its director and sort of, yeah. I think it's kind of going all, they're, they're scrambling a little bit to fix yeah. their situation. That, that just goes to show, though, how much Blade has to do with what's going to be happening. You, yeah. you know, because if, if everything's getting pushed back because of, or Maybe not because of Blade, but right, most likely right. that's the reason why. That almost has to tell you, like, Blade's got some big things right, going on so. in it. Yeah. You know? Well, I know it's not fight scenes. Also, <laughs> Deadpool, I mentioned, thankfully, that only got pushed back two months. But it was funny because, like, a week beforehand, they had just announced the date. And then all of a sudden, everything yeah. got pushed. So everything is in flux. And then finally, the last bit of Marvel news, which I think this is might be the most exciting one, is Harrison Ford is joining the MCU. He has been cast as General Thunderbolt Ross, taking over for the late William Hurt. It is a... Now, Harrison Ford is 80 years old, but thankfully the role of Thunderbolt Ross, from what I've read, is very much like a lot of shouting from control rooms at troops yeah. and, and people and everything. A lot of big speeches and everything. Not a lot of action. If he turns into the Red Hulk, maybe. But again, that's yeah. all CGI. I did read they were going to de-ageify him for some things, for a couple earlier scenes and everything. he doesn't look that old. No. no. And, and Indiana Jones 5 is coming out next yeah. summer, too, so... <laughs> I, you know, it's like watching, you know, my father and Harrison Ford are the same age. I can't imagine him doing these things. And so that's pretty impressive. Hollywood money. Yeah. I guess if you have the money, you can live forever. Yeah. Right. And that will wrap up the news. Very good job today. Thank you. Awesome. Well, what we're going to do now is we're just going to go in quickly, non-spoiler, just initial reactions to She-Hulk the whole entire season. Let's start with. Rob. Okay. Ooh, you're bringing in the ringer then. So, all right. Quick, real quick for the whole real season. Real quick, like two lines. Difficult start. Got better in the middle. Killer ending. Okay. Paul? I enjoyed it by taking it out of the context of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, if that makes sense. Not looking at it like big picture, kind of just taking it for what it was. And I enjoyed it. All right. Awesome. Ronnie hated it. I didn't hate it. <laughs> so, it's... So my, my two lines are this. If you don't want to watch it, don't watch it. If you want to watch it, yeah, okay, do it. I, yeah. as, as long as you don't say Todd was right. That's all. <laughs> that's all. Why? You don't think he was? Nope. Anyway, but so what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick commercial break. But when we come back, we're going right into this. So this is going to be your spoiler warning that when we come back, we're spoiling everything for you. <laughs> but first, a quick commercial break. Hey guys, it's Paul, and the Misfit Faction is looking for your help. We are trying to grow not only our network, but also grow our brands, and the best way to do that is if you guys are looking to start your very own podcast. Maybe you guys have been listening to us for a while. Maybe it's something you guys have always wanted to do, but you're not sure how to get started. If you go to podbean.com slash misfitfaction, you guys will get a month of free podcasting on a set as a gift from us. So make sure if you guys are looking to start your own show, you reach out to us and go to podbean.com slash misfitfaction. Also, maybe you guys have your own online business or service 
that you're always looking to grow, and advertising is a very big part of that. If you guys go to sponsorship.podbean.com slash Misfit Faction, you guys can get $100 worth of free advertising, again, as a thank you from us to you guys. That's sponsorship.podbean.com slash Misfit Faction. Welcome back. We hope you had a nice break. Again, spoiler warning, we're going right into this right here. So... What we're going to do, let's just talk about the character She-Hulk, or Jennifer Walters, played by Tatiana Maslany. Oh, you nailed that. Wow. Yes, I did. Without no, Daredevil did. Oh. oh. More than once. Oh. oh. I'm going to give, so just jumping full spoilers, I'm going to give all the kudos to Jen Walters for saying that she smashed Daredevil. Yeah, that yeah. was a great line. That was. And she played that line so well. Yeah. Yeah. So let, let, go ahead, Ronnie. Sorry. No, no, I'm okay with that. So basically, the first episode, that's where she gets her powers, right? So she's with her cousin Bruce. They get into a little car accident, and his blood gets into hers. And now she is the big green female Hulk. Which, oddly enough, and this will probably make sense if you didn't hear this before, that was supposed to be the eighth episode. Where she gets her powers? That whole first episode, oh, yeah, where yeah. she gets her powers with Hulk and everything, was supposed to be in the eighth episode. Which now, if you think about it, because why did what's her name smash through into the courtroom? Yeah, which that didn't make sense in the context of the show. But now, if you put it later on, oh, okay, yeah, yeah now it makes sense. Yeah. So basically, that's that's kind of what happens in the first episode. There's really nothing else that happens in that. But so, what are our thoughts on Jennifer Walters slash She Hulk? I find her very every person, very relatable. Like it she goes through a lot and they pointed out in the season finale, like she goes through the struggles that everybody does. Obviously I can't relate to her hundred percent because I'm not a woman, as far as I know. And but like I found myself laughing at her jokes. I found myself enjoying her story and you know, I, I think her fourth wall breaks were hilarious. And sometimes it was just re- like it was very clever writing. And the actress, uh, Tatiana Maslany, mm-hmm. does a great job. I do. We'll, we'll talk about, obviously, She-Hulk, sometimes the effects themselves. And they make fun of it at the end. You know, oh, you got to do it as the camera's panning away because it saves money. Um, it, sometimes it was very jarring. The two of them, they felt like totally different characters just because they looked so physically different. Mm-hmm. Like when Mark Ruffalo turns into the Hulk, he still looks like Mark Ruffalo. Right. Yeah. For She-Hulk and, and even the actress, um, it's a little what, even what's his face? Emil Blonsky in the Abomination. No. Why am I Todd? Oh yeah. Even Todd. Todd when he transforms, he still looks like Todd. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. even I liked even when Titania even said called her Shrek at one point. Yeah, because she does. She looks very Shrekish. Yes, I think it's the hair because obviously the hair they're trying to keep comic accurate. It's yeah. the fact that her hair changes so dramatically. Like sometimes yeah. it's like I I wrote when I wrote my reviews I wrote about how oh, she Tatiana Maslany has a very expressive face, especially when it comes through comes to her comedy. She's she can sell every line, and the CGI really doesn't translate those nuances of her facial expressions and so as a result jokes i found tend to fall flat when she hulk was saying them um Mm -hmm. also you know mark ruffalo's and and abomination they've had you know years to work on that cgi whereas she hulk they've only been working on it you know two years at most yeah and we all know how well the marvel va visual effects team is treated yeah very well from what i hear very well well compensated (laughs) i heard yeah well worked see See, I'm going to have to disagree with you. I thought that she... I, I didn't like her at all. Really? I, I thought comedy was forced. I thought the fourth wall breaks were forced. I, I felt like 
doing it every once in a while is okay. But when it's like two, three minutes out of the entire episode, every episode, it's pointless. I'm sorry. Aren't you a big Deadpool fan? Yes, but when Deadpool does it, it's more generic. And in an hour and a half long movie, it's done only a couple of times. And it doesn't, it wasn't like forced. Like this was like, da, 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 da. Oh, and guess what, guys? It's like, no, like it's supposed to just come natural. It didn't feel natural to me. Her humor, yes, you know, every once in a while I laughed. Every other time it was like a chuckle. Another, you know, and then other times I was like, Eh, yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah. Uh, the fourth wall breaks, I think, initially for the first like three. Or, I, I have to say, and I, I said this earlier, the first three to four episodes I thought were a little rough. Yeah, I thought, yeah, the the comedy I wasn't laughing. The the wall breaks I thought were very forced and, and didn't seem authentic and genuine. Yeah, um, something though happened. I don't know if they switch. I, I know they had different direct three different directors. I think it was. I know yeah, four, some three or four. Yeah, I think it was. and I wonder if some of the directors were better at handling it than others. Hmm. I I felt that because by the time two different directors. Okay. Yeah, it was just two. It was writers. I was thinking of. Sorry. Oh, okay. I I. Felt that by the time they were getting to about the fifth episode and she was doing wall breaks, because she was initially only doing maybe about three an episode. Yeah. And then as we got further down the series, she was doing it more and more and more, where until she was holding like entire conversations with us. Yeah. And I, it got better as it went along. I, I think by the end, it was completely working for me. Yeah. All right. Any other thoughts on She-Hulk or? I'm curious to see how she's going to interact with the rest of the MCU. Uh, obviously, she has a, a rapport with her cousin Bruce and now Daredevil. I would and her in- nephew. We'll talk about Scar. <laughs> Stupidest haircut I've ever seen in my entire life. I want to see where where she's gonna fit in. Is she just gonna be you know season two sitcom? Like they joke about season two in this. Yeah. So I would be curious to see if we're going to see her in a se- in Secret Wars, the Kang Dynasty. I w- wouldn't say no. Yeah. I wouldn't be opposed to it. Mm-hmm. I think she would be an interesting fit in, especially. I would love to see how the other characters react to her fourth wall breaks because the because the Hulk reacts to one. Yeah, where in the very first episode, I think it was, she's like, "No, he doesn't," and he and he turns and looks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, just like how Colossus acknowledges Deadpool's. I'd love yeah. to see the two of them together, Deadpool oh, yeah. and and She Hulk. That'd be fun. I yeah. I absolutely loved her. I thought Tatiana Maslany was the best mm-hmm. possible choice. I I even I'm in the middle of I'm just finishing up writing in my last episode now which will be out when you're listening to this where I really think she was so good at the comedy that she it was almost Emmy worthy mm-hmm. like it, she was nailing it like when she that whole conversation she had in the last episode with Kevin was just she, every choice she made physically and and with her voice with her cadence was just so perfect like I I, I didn't really realize this until I started doing plays directing plays that because my first play I did was a Shakespeare play and it was you know straight drama and killing people the second one was a comedy comedy's so much harder than drama yeah. comedy is like trying to figure out timing of of a joke joke. and how to make it land properly and get like that is so much more difficult than drama so for to see an actress pull off or to see anyone pull off a good joke and and nail it like that is definitely shows a lot of talent all right so i'm gonna go to another character who might have been one of my favorites pug no i was gonna say pug too no not pug (laughs) Nikki Ramos. Really? Really? Yes. I, I'm. I'm. I don't doubt your choice. I'm just surprised it's coming from you. What, one. <laughs> one of my. One of my top ones was was Nikki Ramos. Um, you, you know why, right? 
she's the female version of you, you doofus. Why no? I would so every <laughs> friend group needs that one person in it that is always like the life of the party. This is all turning into a compliment. This is not backhanded towards Ronnie at all for once. Are you sure? But, yeah, I'm dead serious. Let me let me take another drink right now. It's, I'm recording <laughs> this. Don't worry. But she she brought such a great personality to the show, and yeah. you could see how her and Jen were friends because they are such opposites. And mm-hmm. you know, like she's walking in after like Jen's mother's feeding her. Like, bye, yeah. Ethel. Oh, I love her so much. Like she's she's a lot like you. You packed me some to go stuff. Of yeah. course I did. <laughs> So I, I can I can definitely see why you like her so much. Yeah. So Nikki Ramos was a paralegal and like you said, Walters' best friend kind of helped her out with everything, you know, job related and she Hulk related. You know, she almost she she to me was the one that kind of helped everything stay grounded. Mm-hmm. Right. Because, you know, you know, she Hulk even says it in the last episode to K.E.V.I.N. that <laughs> you don't have to spell it. Oh, okay, that's right. Yeah, right? It's not Kevin. <laughs> you know, about, you know, oh, isn't this supposed to be like a, a comedy attorney, law show right. kind of thing? And I felt like N- Nikki was the one that made it feel that yeah. way. You know, so to me, that's kind of why she was my one of my favorites. I don't know if she's my favorite, but she's definitely up there and everything. What, what, what about you guys? Now, are we talking about series regulars or cameos? Series, Nikki. Series Nikki. Regu- I'm just talking regulars. about any thoughts on Nikki. Oh, any thoughts on Nikki? Yeah. yeah, she she was a lot of fun. Like it was, it was hard to figure out. Like in the first couple episodes, to figure out who played what roles and and how important they were to the show and everything. So I'd love to go back and look at some of the earlier episodes to see her do because she's she's very reliable with her comedy as yeah. well. Like I, I wrote like about this too that this just this whole show had a, an embarrassment of riches when it came to smaller characters yes. because they were so well written and also so well played. I, I have one exception to that, but yeah, they were. I all- dare you to say it's Madison. I will fight you. I will defend Madison with every breath. That no, I have. no. Actually, Madison was one of my favorites. All right, with all her whys and eyes. That's not, not where you think. <laughs> no, I was going to say Titania, Jamila, yeah. Jamila, Jamila, Jamel. I watched her on The Good Place with Ted Danson, and and mm. she is mm-hmm. fantastic. She is so great, and I felt like she was given so little to do here. I feel like Titania was actually the most realistic thing from a superhero show in the in the MCU mm. because you better. Be believe that if i was a g-list superhero i think we even talked about it on cinematic adventures today which you can find at our website themisfitfaction.com shameless plug shameless plug. it's our show we can no, shameless plug never ourselves. mind you can plug yourself all you want but we talked Whoa, about how friendly, if friendly. you if you got superpowers what would stop you from becoming a world famous whatever like if i had super strength even if it was just like mundane super strength i would film myself doing silly things like yeah and then get super famous from it. But Titania is the exact example of what a normal person, with without the moral like, hey, I'm going to be a good guy. Or, hey, I want to take over the world. She just wants to be famous. Yeah. So I, I actually found her. And I do agree. She was she was annoying and she really yeah. didn't. She was plot convenient for the most yeah, part. Yeah. I, I I wanted her to really I wanted more backstory from her. I wanted more scenes with her. I just felt like I didn't get enough of her. I'm glad yeah. that her and She Hulk didn't like become friends at the end right. of it. Yeah. Because yeah. that would have been agree. the easy trope. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Who's got another favorite? Pug. Pug. I, I knew you were gonna go with Pug. That's why I didn't want to bring uh. him up. But he was at the top of my uh, list. What's too. his name from Josh uh, played Adrian Chase Adrian, right. Arrow. So a I had, lawyer. 
I had and to a tell him, <laughs> I did tell producer Melanie that he was one of the best and most terrifying villains on Arrow. Arrow. And she's thousand like, percent. The guy wearing the Captain America hat? It was I was like Captain America hat. Which one was when he was wearing all the swag? No, because that was knockoff. Swag. It, was, oh, yeah. it was the Avengers. Avengers. So I also have Avengers. <laughs> I thought Pug was. I, he's another character. Then this is the problem with Pug having is a, you. Yeah, Pug is me. But this is the problem with having a show that's only nine episodes, thirty minutes each. Like not you, even. I mean, like some some, some of them were like twenty three minutes. So yeah. you're which average, was great. I thought that was a, a good thing. I'm not saying it was bad. Lengthwise, it was totally fine because you did get one or two episodes that focused more on some of these side characters. Yeah. But the problem is your average sitcom has. Anywhere from fifteen to twenty-five episodes. Right, like yeah. you watch, like your CBS or, or any of your shows, like Friends, each season had like thirty episodes. Yeah. Um, so it's hard when you have such great side characters and and decent names too. But doing that, where you can't let them shine. Unfortunately, I think yeah. Pug, Nikki, even Titania, they they didn't get their chance to shine. But then you have a character like Daredevil who shined so bright, but but yet had such small screen yeah. time too. But yeah. I think he was benefited by the fact that he brought so much gravitas to yeah, it with yeah. everything yeah. happening with that. Yeah. So, but I, I loved Pug. I thought he. Yeah. I wanted to see more of. I loved him in the last episode where he's trying to be trying to be a toxic male, which yeah. is hilarious. <laughs> just doing his. He's a very. Yeah. He's a talented actor, and I want. I want to see yeah, him do more. Charlie yeah, Charlie Cox is fantastic. I was talking about Josh Segarra. Oh. What? You just said he oh trying to be a toxic male. Oh, I understand the reference now. Yeah, you know, listen to me. <laughs> what? Yeah, what? Uh-huh. That's funny. I oh, turned, did okay. you say my name? I turned <laughs> your microphones off anyway. <laughs> Rob, who was your favorite? Oh, gosh. If it wasn't one that we haven't mentioned, obviously. If it wasn't I I, I It's Madison. Ma- Madison was fantastic. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I there were so many that were like, you know what? Okay, I know that little group, the the, the support group that was oh, at uh, Porcupine. With yeah, his, um, the G list of G list. Oh yeah. my gosh! And they're all real characters all real too. Characters. Yeah. There were, yeah, I'm trying to remember. Yeah, it was Porcupine. It was the the vampire guy. There was Wrecker was in Man, there. Manbull, Elegoy, Man, and Matador. And Matador. Yeah. yeah. No, he wasn't Matador. No, he wasn't. He specifically said that. El Aguila. Yeah. Right. Um, Porcupine, that whole little Saracen, group. Wrecker. Yep. I Mr. think Immortal. it was that episode that uh, I really started to go. Okay, I think I'm watching something pretty special here. I thought mm-hmm. it was when Mr. Immortal jumped out of the window to avoid listening to them argue. <laughs> yeah. That, See, that's that's unfortunately that's the show I really wanted, and this yeah. reminds me of Loki, where I wanted something for a show and I didn't get. It. I still enjoyed the ride, right? Yeah, but I I wanted I wanted a thirty minute courtroom comedy drama. Like yeah. that's what I was it there? Absolutely, there were times where it was yeah. really good, but unfortunately, like the, the courtroom stuff was done instantly. Yeah, like Matt Murdock comes right. on to four minutes. He's like, all right, case yeah. solved. Yeah, easy peasy. I, some were longer than others. Like the the light elf one was the entire episode. Yeah. I thought but, that one was actually pretty funny. Yeah, but yeah, a lot of them were very very brief. I do want to say though that I think this is the very first Disney Plus MCU show that actually knew what to do with their time slot. Like all the others were just like movies broken up into six parts. Mm-hmm. Whereas this really felt like, you know, each episode was its own contained thing. Yeah, of course there's going to be through plot lines that go throughout the yeah. entire series. But like, you know, it, it had a plot that was introduced at the beginning, complicated in the middle and resolved by the end. And I, I don't think they really, like I, I really give the credit to Jessica Gao for that one. She's the showrunner mm-hmm. who was in the last episode and I think she really was one of the first ones to know what to do with it. Yeah. All right. So you you brought up kind of like the plot of it. 
I, I honestly completely forgot what the plot was until the very last episode. I think that's actually by design, though. Yeah, yeah. I I don't because this is not a plot driven show. This is a, this you know, a, if you think about it, like you know, a lot of your typical sitcoms, the show is not about the actual plot. The show oh, yeah. is about spending time with these characters. You know, even, yeah. you know, Friends being the quintessential example for that. You know, we don't really remember Friends for oh, remember the time when they did this. Oh, yeah. You know, we remember, you know, all of the interactions between these six people. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't know. It's like you know, I just completely forgot about you know. Oh wait, there's there's a bad guy in here. It's not just Titania. Uh, the bad guy was toxic masculinity. You know what? Then you shouldn't have Megan the Stallion in the show. Yeah, the, this Why? show unfortunately Why? Is be famous yeah. for you, the twerking you're, you're, scene. So the first episode. I, and now, two. I, I, now remember, I don't know much about her. Like I could, Megan Thee Stallion. Yeah, okay. I know who she is. And I so basically, she is a female music artist. I know that much. Loosely, yeah. loosely using the word music artist. Okay. That basically all she talks about is shaking her butt and you know doing stuff that isn't that good very, for like that, women empowerment. You I was know, gonna what I say mean? that sounds very body positive. You know, stuff like that. So. <laughs> You know, when when you have the first episode in two where, you know, Jennifer Walters is all, I'm a woman, I'm independent, I'm strong, you know, don't compare me to males, you know, we're equals and everything. And then you had Megan Thee Stallion on there, which is all about, let me be as, as, I'm trying to think of what, like, at least amount of clothing on and shake my butt and make millions of dollars because I can shake my butt. All right. Follow my logic for a minute okay. here. All right. So just go with this. Yeah. Is she someone who, when she, when she sings, does she sing about sex? Yes. Does she sing about it, though, as in, like, things she wants to do or things she... I think what I'm trying to get at is, is she someone that is more about taking control of a relationship and and being body positive or is she someone that is just like i'm a whore i'm a you know yeah that one that one <laughs> that one it is that one so you know wop no. wet ass hmm? i i thought we were talking about italian people yeah no no, no. no, 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 no. <laughs> i don't wow. know this wet ass female <laughs> i know body wop part. as in without yeah, papers no. i'll <laughs> have to do a lot of editing <laughs> so basically she talks about wet ass all right oh, so no. she's talking about yeah. her, her genitalia yeah exactly okay and so it's not so like but is hey, it look at this good role model for you you know I, I have a 13 year old daughter right right you're not listening to Megan Thee Stallion and all these other people that all they talk about is how cool it is to make money off of mm-hmm. your body. You know what I mean? So to me, having her in the show is she, and then doing that little mid-credit scene with the see, twerking I was o- and I stuff I was like okay that. with that because I didn't see it as in she was objectifying herself to the audience. It was more of like a a fun move and two people having fun doing it. It does, I, I think. Does, when, I think if you know who yeah, Megan Thee Stallion yeah. is, yeah. I think you take it the way I took it. I don't okay. know if Paul took it that way. I'm staying very quiet for this part of <laughs> like the conversation. I, I, yes, I agree with you that if there is objectification, yeah, anywhere, it shouldn't. It should be erased. Yes. like that is not. But but there's also a fine line between you know. And remember that we're three males talking about this, so we we don't have as much insight as as a woman would have. But like. The idea of of also being body positive, of expressing like this is who I am, you know, mm-hmm. don't don't try and define me, like I, I, there, I 
Yeah. And again, I don't know much about her, so I was just kind of wondering because because I know this show kind of pushed that forward of like, yeah. you know, all of the male dominated comments that come her way like, yes like at the very end when the the news reporter says so what are you wearing yeah and, or like when what's her name is asked on stage you know what is it like being a female lawyer being asked that's, dumb questions like, like what's it like being yeah. a female lawyer no see that that's what i'm saying is good for all that yes yeah. you know like i'm with that but because of who megan the stallion is okay, that's, yeah, i don't know anything knowing about knowing who she is and her music okay that's where it's like he kind of did the opposite with okay. that move. All right. You know, so that that was my only gripe with it. So Tim Roth reprises his role as Neil <laughs> Blonsky slash the abomination. They still Which was not, great. They still have not fit, like said how his head changed because he didn't have the uh, – the Well, fence. there were lots of yeah. winking jokes about – to the past Hulk like when Bruce said I, actually, I was a completely – I was back then. I was a completely yeah. different person literally. I, You know what though? I did – so the, the, the Neil Blonsky stuff – kind of went off the rails at one point like it was it was a little too much with the whole i'm now because we were also waiting for the other shoe to drop like yeah. he was yeah. going to live with a cult of nine women right yeah right who disappeared probably yeah. Eaten. yeah but so some of that but then the fact that he was like i thought he was totally bsing her because he was like they did this to me no 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 sir you volunteered three times yeah if you guys watch Incredible Hulk, not only does he volunteer for the first injection, he requests a second one, and then he gets the leader to take whatever blood sample from Bruce Banner and give it to him. Yeah. So, not the good guy. I, I like what they did with him. I think his effects were fantastic. He was oh, yeah. much bigger than the Hulk. Yes. When they yeah. finally showed the two of them, which I was really excited to see the Hulk actually fight, and then they erased it completely. Yeah. Yeah. Which was funny scene like really funny like i really dug the whole her you know breaking through disney plus yeah, and all that yeah. stuff but it also it it it, it destroyed the end of the show well, to the point where like i don't so did he not get the blood if he didn't get the blood then that right. guy was never there time changing the show like even with deadpool 2 when he goes back and changes things i'm like yeah. i you took away all the emotional impact from what was yeah. happening yeah. i understood jen walters i totally again the ending though just Funny, really entertaining. You know, the X-Men thing, a wink. That yeah, I liked. Smashing right. Daredevil. W loved that, too. I thought it was all really funny. Yeah. But she then changes the entire ending scene to her context. And yes, the bad guys get what they deserve. Right. But she also altered history to do it. it. It shows that her ability to break the fourth wall is is so powerful. Yeah. I... I... I wonder too if like, and this is something yeah, again as a male watching this, uh, it was it, you know I, I have a limited perspective because I I don't feel as if this show was made for me, mm. which is fine. I think that's great. I think it it shouldn't all not everything should be made for you know Marvel fanboys all the time. It should be you know play in the sandbox a little bit and, and arch out. So I I lost my train of thought. <laughs> the ending of the show. No, just go ahead. I'll okay. come, come back to me. Intelligentsia is terrible. Don't, don't try and prompt me. It's not going to uh, work. I, I thought it was interesting that that was the villain. Like, obviously, yeah. Todd kept coming back. And I don't... I, the actor I like, but I hated Todd, which was perfect. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Jen was right. You don't always need... As much as we love the big action set piece at the end, you don't always need okay. it. No. I think I got it. So I, I wonder if this... Because it was something you were saying that prompted it. I wonder Don't if prompt me. you said the, no prompting. I wonder if 
everything that Marvel has been doing has been all coming from a male perspective of like, this is the kind of ending we want. And I feel like when we got an ending that she wanted, it was kind of showing at showing us that like, look, you know, not everything should be from your limited male perspective. You know, sometimes it is okay to not have that giant fight, but instead just get everyone gets what they deserve, even if it's not necessarily like violence and fists and punching. Are you giving me the finger or pointing at yourself? Because I'm, I'm following <laughs> up on that. Oh, follow up. And I will argue because we have discussed at nauseum mm-hmm. the Marvel formula. We have. That ending battle set piece started from the first Iron Man movie where they complained that there was not enough action in Mm. Iron Man. If you watch the original Iron Man, there's three action set pieces. When he escapes, when he's in the desert, and then him versus Iron Monger. People complained that it was not as action heavy. So Incredible Hulk had a 30-minute action set piece at the very end, him versus the Abomination. And the, the great one on the campus. Marvel has found their formula and stuck with it. And the and the fans, and I can't even say fanboys. Near perfect products. Near perfect. <laughs> yeah. I, can't, I don't like saying fanboys because the fanboys are the ones that complain. Oh, that's who I'm referencing when I say that. Yeah. but that And that's fine. But we've had other instances where you get those things and it just doesn't work. Black Widow is a great example of it just not working because it was a bad script. Yeah. Or Thor the Dark World had the same formulaic pieces, right. it just didn't work. Because yeah. I don't want to I don't want to say Black Widow and be like, oh, you're just because right, it's another right. no. Some some Marvel properties just didn't work. And they've made change. Even like Thor Love and Thunder, the more I've thought about that movie, the less yeah. I've liked it. It has same not here. aged well. Because no. Melanie still hasn't seen it and we gotta sit down and watch it at some point. But the Marvel formula, like Werewolf by Night, we really enjoyed, but it had the Marvel formula in there. Yeah. yeah. It's just about how it's executed. And I think I would have enjoyed the ending of She-Hulk more had they not literally time out. Right. And then erase what was happening just to rewrite it. Yeah. I think I know why, too. There was – and I was reading this somewhere that there's no catharsis in the final act. There's no feeling of like, ah, yeah, they're – you know. Yeah. Todd is getting getting punched in the face, even if it is by another character. Like yeah. we need, like just to say we'll see you in court. I think a lot of people were like, "But I want to see something happen to him." Yeah, I but- would have enjoyed it more if she had said that to him when he transformed into his Todd yeah. Hulk. She would have been like. I'm still suing you. I'll see yeah. you in court. And just walked yeah. out, not giving him what he wanted. Yeah. Yeah. He and, wanted to beat the shit out of her. And the thing too with the with the final episode, how did it end? Happy. No, no, seriously. With she she does the fourth wall break, and with, then all of a sudden, they're all outside, and then the police are there. Right. Mm-hmm. Arresting people. Mm-hmm. That's R- it. Right, because Kevin says, all right, I'll give you the ending that you are asking for. But we don't see that ending. We don't like, see, how did, like, how did what, they what, get, how did what, they get how do you there? get to that point? How did they get there? Oh, oh you know I think I mean? just the police showed up. But, but how? <laughs> Somebody called them. What was the crime? Who would have called them? What, uh, did, what is Todd okay. getting arrested for? Oh, for his intelligentsia stuff. But... He it doesn't do really illegal. like it doesn't work that for him way. steal yeah. for him hiring Josh and stealing her phone stuff and but it, just from a, from a legal standpoint no one there would have called the police they Nikki, they were Nikki, all on his Nikki side would have Nikki Nikki sent in an undercover agent after she also did the same thing to Jen and posted a video without her permission right too. yeah. Two wrongs don't make a left. I think I've lost the thread of this. Two argument. rights make a left. <laughs> no, we're just talking about the ending. Like the two rights made an airplane. Yeah, <laughs> we're just talking about the ending at this point because like yeah. the ending, the ending, the fourth wall breaks are one thing because you're still connected to the actual story. But she showed that she could change the reality of everything that was happening, and it was. It, I think, 
I think it was just a little too I, much. Yeah. I see. I don't. I don't think she necessarily has that power. I think she just. That's the way the show works. Like if you pull her out of the show and put her in an Avengers yeah. movie, she's not going to do like, all right, time out. Where are the writers? Like, yeah. It's not going to happen. I think it's but just for the, the terms I also want to know, why did they call security on her? Oh, because she started breaking things. Yeah. Because yeah. well, she broke in. Because remember, they hit the, the red button to call security and usher her out. So she couldn't see Kevin and she broke in. She st- but, walked in. But what I'm saying is why? She didn't do anything before that. Oh, because no one's allowed to see Kevin. It's the joke of Kevin yeah. Feige. I, I thought I actually thought it was pretty yeah, funny. Yeah. The, N, the NDA thing is was pretty funny. I'm yeah. pretty sure that was the real NDA too. Probably. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. I I will say that I thought that the 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 two last episodes were easily the best episodes because it it addressed I don't know if any if you guys have been reading any of the M, I, stuff on IMDb like all the comments like anytime an episode comes out it just gets trashed but I, all of the things that I'm seeing with reviews and with videos are all guys complaining about the show which let's face it the majority of Marvel fans are guys but like I feel like and, and I wrote this too I said just because a show isn't made for you doesn't mean it's a bad show it's just not you're you're not the audience. So I feel like this show actually did everything it wanted it to. It wanted to and did it really really well. But like, you know, just because we didn't like it, which I did, I loved it. Just because we didn't like it doesn't mean it's a bad show. Like I think yeah. what you were saying in the beginning, your comment about like if you're going to see this, see it because it's it's Yeah. If you have no interest, don't watch it. Right? right? Cuz it, it's, you know, it it in my opinion, you know, if you have no interest, don't watch it. Yeah. If you want to watch it, yeah, go ahead. I mean, it's not terrible, you know, anything like that. It's not like I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't recommend it to someone that was, like, on the fence. Right. You know? Yeah. I, so, if you're on the fence, eh, you, you, Okay. Because, again, there's really no connection other than Daredevil. Right. Yeah. I have to say, like, even you know? we were talking to to my mother-in-law and Lauren recommended this show to her. She's Because yeah. my, my mother-in-law doesn't like any of the Marvel or superhero yeah, stuff. Not, it doesn't she's really like, you know feel Marvelish. Yeah, it's a funny rom-com yeah. kind of, you know, that really yeah. works with the tropes really well. Yeah, so. All right, so. Daredevil's s- costume looks good. Yeah, well, that's because it's a Luke Jacobson. <laughs> I All think right. Daredevil's one of the few characters whose costume has actually gotten. Pro- they've like really learned yeah, how Daredevil's yeah. costume is because like you watch Daredevil season one when he puts on the red suit at the end, it does not yeah. look nearly as no. good. All right, before we get into Star City ratings, okay. Favorite cameo. Ooh. Does Daredevil count as a cameo? I think we're all going to say Daredevil was awesome. Scar's so haircuts. <laughs> Yo, right. that's getting roasted yeah. online, how Scar looks. All right. oh, Who wants to go first? Favorite cameo? I Feel free. You can I'm say gonna, Daredevil. I'm, I'm going to take Daredevil off the table because that's the easy, easy answer. Yeah. I would say the the, the self-help circle okay. of cueless of characters. Yeah. Who I had Some of them I had to look up. I yeah. was like, are you normal, real? <laughs> like, normally I'm really good, but yeah. I thought just that whole scene with all those, those were great cameos, and I thought yeah. it was fun to kind of see. Again, I like seeing how the world of the MCU works with lesser yeah. stakes. Like, sometimes yeah. it's really funny. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you have this character who, he's a man bull. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> yep. So, that I, I will say can't, favorite cameo goes there. All right. Rob, you want to go next? Leapfrog. Okay. 
<laughs> rip it and rip it. We I have been shouting that for for like the past week or two. Yeah. I really loved Griffin Matthews, Luke Jacobson. Yeah. He's a really talented actor. He was on The Flight Attendant with Kaylee Cuco mm-hmm. and he's he's a very funny actor. Yeah. All right. Wong, maybe? Wong? Shh. Oh, I'm sorry. All right. I said your favorite. Oh, sorry. You went with two people. All right. Sorry. (laughs) I I will say. (laughs) I went with a group. (laughs) There were. There That's were different. so <laughs> many small characters. Like I even liked like what's her name? Her, her Madison his, with a Y. His no, her boss. Oh. Like oh Holloway. Like yeah. Holloway was just such this clueless. Like and he had such a funny timing to yeah. him too. So it's for me to pick one. It's really hard. There were so many great little mm-hmm. ones, but I'll, I'll let you go because I don't want to say yours. Uh, I, I would I would say Wong. Everybody yeah. loves Wong. I, yeah. <laughs> I mean like he's just, he's like Twitter armor. <laughs> the the episode with him and uh, Madison. No, David Blaine. Oh, the magician. The magician. Yeah. That was the one with Madison. Yeah, it well, was. Well, yeah, but I just meant like even like that where, you know, the David Bling dude or whatever his name was. Are you not? What did he say? Are you not amazed? Or something? Yeah. Well, yeah. I oh, think is so. this he, not magic? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was a riot. Oh, yeah, God. he was funny. Yeah. That, and that's the thing. Like for me, I'm sorry to cut you yeah. off. But just I'll build on that and then I'll get back to you. The, the show started off weak, I thought, because the first supporting character was Bruce. Yeah, and I was like, eh. this show is not about that. It's about the ones we know. It's actually the little ones we know, like this David Blaine kind yeah. of character. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, yeah. So I, I thought I, I loved Wong because he would appear at random times, and then just his interaction with everyone, it, completely different people, yet it felt genuine, and it felt like they like knew each other for forever. Wongers, you know? yeah, Wongers. <laughs> what about Amai Tai? Yeah, no. Right. <laughs> All right, so what? Really quick, a cameo you would have liked. Ooh, I'll give you guys mm. a second to think about because there's you one. You already have one. I yeah, because Ronnie was talking about Wong, and you know everybody loves Wong. Wong, and yeah. they even say it in the show. Yeah, uh, there's nothing Wong with Wong. Wong, Wong with Wong. <laughs> he reminds me of Coulson, where in the beginning, <laughs> in the beginning of the of the MCU, yeah. Col- Coulson was that guy that he, he was, was beloved he was by the everyone. Glue. Yeah, and you know when they killed him, people revolted. And it was it was emotional and impactful. And even though they bring him back for Agents of Shield, various different. I I never finished Agents of Shield, but I Tahiti's know like, a magical place. Yeah, yeah, I know that like that version of Coulson died. They had another one. Blah blah blah. Yeah. But I would have loved a cameo from Coulson trying to un like you know legally dead trying yeah. to right. no I'm actually alive. I need a lawyer. <laughs> I think that would have been yeah. hilarious. And of course Ghost Rider. I just want Ghost Rider oh, yeah. at this point. All right. But any other cameos that you guys would have wanted? I, I was kind of thinking. Along the lines of, because we got Daredevil, I thought it'd been awesome when he came to court to have Foggy. I want, yes, Foggy I almost said I, I almost said Froggy, and I was like, it's not Froggy, but yeah, Foggy, Foggy. Foggy Nelson. It would have yeah, been Foggy awesome Nelson. to have Foggy Nelson to come in to court with him. Ooh, I got a better one. You ready? Okay. Jennifer Walters, this is your next client. She opens the door, it's the Punisher, and she's just like, nope, walks yeah. out. <laughs> Frank Castle in all of his yeah. glory. Yeah, she like I love that she is such a she's such a good commentary on the MCU. Like to, to say something like that just makes total sense. Yeah. Oh, what about you, Rob? I want a Stan Lee cameo. <laughs> I got morbid. Well, Aww, on, I, I miss Stanley. On that note, maybe maybe we'll go to a um, happier note. Unless no, no. Rob's got a not. not it like it is one. like I'm trying to think of like what who are the superheroes in the Marvel universe that really could use a lawyer? Peter Parker. <laughs> I told you I'm a really good lawyer. Yeah, yeah I, I, it would be funny to see like some low level villains yeah. get asking for a lawyer or something like that. Yeah, yeah. All right. 
Here we go. Star right. City ratings. I'm going to give it a three and a half out of five. Okay. I think, again, like I agree with Rob, not, it was not always consistent, right. but I, I dug it. I looked forward to, to watching it. Unfortunately, had we not known Daredevil was going to be in it, I think it might have been for the best. Yeah. Because yeah. we waited yeah oh yeah that was the running joke in my reviews yeah so and and i think that also soured the fans of like yeah you know, we were excited for that yeah we did but a daredevil yeah. watch in my reviews yeah <laughs> so i think that's the only real gripe i have about it and also like I, the ending was still a little much with me i just i literally just watched it though yeah. so it might right. it might thaw over time but mm-hmm. I, i'm gonna say three and a half out of five okay solid i'm gonna go next rob so we can end on a good note okay i'm gonna go Two. nope Two and a half. Okay, totally average. Two and a half, completely average. You know, like I said at the beginning, if you want to watch the show, go for it. If you're on the fence, no need so to. So if this were a letter grade, you'd give it a C? Yeah. Okay. Around there, yeah. You know, so, you know, it, it, it did what it did. You know, like I said, at times it was funny. The One of the best things about the show was it didn't rely on Bruce Banner. Mm. You know, I, I thought that was great. I, I yes. was worried that we were going to yeah, get... Too. Maybe not like a lot of him, but I thought we were going to get a little bit more than what we actually got. But we just got him in the first and then the last. And in the first one, it was, what, half the episode or so, right? And then the last one, it was five minutes of, of the, the last five minutes of the episode. So, you know, it was like perfect just to have that little balance. You know, you, you didn't have him. You didn't have to rely on him or anything like that. Um so yeah, I'm gonna go two and a half. Okay, Rob. Seven. It, it is a show that got cons- it was inconsistent, but the one thing I could count on it was that it got consistently better as it went along. There are so many little hidden things in there. Like one of our one of my favorite small characters was Chet, who you wouldn't know unless like when I watch it a second time and I write my reviews, I turn on the captions, and so there's a lot of scenes where he's in it that you don't you can't hear him. But the, his captions come up on the bottom. <laughs> like during the picnic, all of a sudden he goes, well, of course I could create my own currency. Like it was just little throwaways like yeah. that. Ched was a riot. And I think this this is a show that is filled with so many little hidden gems throughout it. Other than, you know, there's the big treasures and then there's the little stuff that you, you can find going through it. If I had to rate just the last two episodes, I'd go four and a half. But with the inconsistency, I have to bring it down to four. But considering that... Our last two shows were Moon Knight and Ms. Marvel. Like, this is a huge win in the Disney TV Marvel universe. Like, this this is so was so much more enjoyable. Like, in the for the first few episodes, I was like, all right, I guess we got to go watch She-Hulk. And then by about mid-season, I was like, I'm excited for the next episode and can't wait. And now I'm really excited if they ever decide to do a season two. So, yeah. four, solid four. Okay, awesome. So that's going to wrap us up. But before we go, we have our fan feedback Friday. That was good. That was, that was, that was classic. I like the, the tongue roll. Right? Are you gargling again? I was trying to spice things up. All right. So today, or this week's fan feedback Friday was things you never say to a Marvel fan. So I'm going to I'm gonna plow through these because there are a yeah, lot. you are. Just like, never mind. Easy. What? <laughs> Just like Daredevil, what? DC is better? Avengers movies suck. Marvel is boring and not that serious. Marvel is way worse since is this Disney. The comic book this is your comic oh. book class. Sorry, this is Rob's comic book <laughs> they class. They like to hear their name. Comic book class? Yes. That's not their name. All right. Marvel is way worse since Disney bought them. Iron Man wasn't well known until the 2008 movie. 
DC is better because they have Batman. Thor Love and Thunder was the best Thor movie. Oh, rough. <laughs> She-Hulk is the greatest Marvel has ever made. Batman would destroy uh-huh. Iron Man. Stay away yeah. from opening weekend. The fans are too rowdy. Let's see. Now, this is not Rob's comic book class. <laughs> Thanos was right. Groot is overrated. Ang Lee's Hulk is the best Marvel movie. Each origin story has each origin movie has the same formula. The whole series has the same formula. Marvel trolls are worse than Zack Snyder trolls. Easy. Miles Morales is the best Spider-Man. This one's from our friend John over uh, Alice New the podcast. Phase five has been delayed by at least a year, which is true. <laughs> oh, sad face. Stan Lee wasn't that important to the industry. Robert Downey Jr. was a terrible Iron Man. Sean. Sean goes, who's Stan Lee? And <laughs> Brendan said, uh, Captain Marvel was DC first. It's, it's true. Yeah. But, well, yeah, that was fun. Yes. All right. Well, thank you all for listening to us. Don't forget, you can check us out on Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcast, all that good stuff, wherever you find your radio stations and your listening stations. Don't forget, you can also check our out our website, themisfitfaction.com, where you'll find links to our articles written by Rob and some by Paul, as well as episodes of our podcast. And then also on all the social medias. And don't forget, on Fridays, doing that Fan Feedback Friday, you can find it on Facebook as well as on our Instagram. As always, I'm Ronnie. I'm Paul. And I'm Rob. And we'll be back in a flash. Yeah, we will. (laughs) See ya. I was going to say smorgasbord, but Jennifer Walters just broke in here and told me not to.